Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of For Light and Life. I'm your host, Lucy, and today we are sharing the inside scoop from EmpireCon. Over the weekend, I got the chance to conduct some guest and host interviews, which I really appreciate them participating in. It was a pretty small group, and this is by no means an attempt to make people who couldn't go feel bad about missing it. I just thought this was a cool way to document the occasion and have some fun with the other attendees. I had a list of questions I asked the attendees on each day, although I did not end up holding interviews on Sunday because we were all frantically running around the Mall of America. But before we get into that, here are a couple of announcements. The VCU film is officially out on YouTube. Actually, it's been out since last Sunday, but I didn't realize that at the time of last episode's pre-recording. Anyway, there's a link to the finished fan film in the description, and I really, really, really suggest you watch it if you haven't already. The illustrations, editing, and the voicemails themselves are so cool. It's got a great mix of hilarity and heartwarmingness. And on top of that, it will give you so much context for the VCU novel Addie and I wrote. So please, go watch it. Speaking of which, I can't believe I'm saying this, but chapter one of our VCU fanfiction novel drops next week. Like I said, you're really going to want to watch the VCU film in preparation for that. Addie and I are so excited about this, and I hope you are too. Finally, there is a Q&A on Spotify on this week's episode, asking for your thoughts on EmpireCon if you went, or your thoughts about the book dropping next week. Check it out. That's all our announcements this week, so let's transition into our main discussion. Day one of EmpireCon was on Friday evening. We just hung out at Wesley Andrews Coffee Shop, chatted, played some trivia. Now, I am a competitive person who takes trivia very seriously. So I had been studying Minnesota and Star Wars trivia multiple weeks leading up to this. I'd played countless cahoots, looked at all the websites, I could recite Minnesota State Muffin, Blueberry, and its exact number of lakes, 11,842. However, this was not enough. Tanner beat me. Not only in Star Wars trivia, which was more acceptable because obviously he's a big Star Wars fan, which he won by knowing the exact odds C-3PO gave of surviving the asteroid fields, but to add insult to injury, he beat me at Minnesota Trivia, in which I was previously three points ahead of him until he won with a final all-or-nothing question about what number Minnesota's statehood was. Good for Tanner, he won fair and square, but next time I'll win. Anyway, without further ado, here are the interviews from Friday. Please introduce yourself for the fans. Um, I am Drew from Empire Radio. I am your father. I'm Elias Blanco, Pass Mississippi. I'm Henry. Hey, I'm Jeremiah from Empire Radio here at EmpireCon. Hello, I'm Tanner. How was the journey over here? It was good. A lot of prep and stuff, but it was worth it. It was fun. It was all right. Not bad. Pleasant, in fact. It was pretty good. It was a long flight. My neck hurts. But it's worth it, you yes. know, for the cause. The drive was boring. Okay. Henry Lane was fun. Uh, it was it was slow rolling because 
I was with Drew and his family, and little Miles puked on the way. Oh, and, oh no. <laughs> and so they had to stop and clean that up before we all got over here, but it was fine. Uh, it was pretty, pretty chill. It was like a 15 minute drive. <laughs> Took the highway, hit some traffic, you know, the normal. How does it feel to be at the long-awaited EmpireCon? Feels good for it to be here. Yes. Yeah, it's exciting and it's small, but it's a close-knit group of fans. So that's what's what we wanted. So, yeah. The Empire's time has come. Feels pretty good. I like begged my parents to <laughs> let me go. My dad was probably, and my dad was like, "You should go." My mom was like, "You shouldn't go." And my dad was just like, "Go." So we went. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Think of just an adjective or something to describe it. Purple. Purple's an adjective. Well, it's been a lot of work planning and a lot of lot of stuff that I, no, I don't normally plan events. So it's uh, it was kind of like a new learning experience, but it was fun. It's everything is done now, so that's good. Everything's paid for. Everything's good to go. So I'm. I can just enjoy the experience now. Very wise, very wise. Oh, so good. <laughs> I'm here all the time, so this doesn't feel any different, but it's nice to like see some faces. Yeah. Put some faces to names. Bonus question for you, how does it feel to win both rounds of trivia? So good, bragging <laughs> rights, let's go. I didn't even mean to win the first one. Second one, Star Wars, yes. Of course you accidentally won a trivia contest. What are you most looking forward to for the weekends? Uh, probably tomorrow, the live podcast episode will be fun. Yeah. Be fun to do that with you guys and interact with you guys in person live. So, Can you yeah. give us a hint about what that episode is? I actually don't know. That's you don't different. know? I don't remember what we decided. We'll prep more tomorrow, but it'll be okay. fun. I am looking forward to building a new Death Star. Bigger and greater than all the previous ones. Will not be blown up. Probably tomorrow, you know, all the stuff that we're having. Very true. Donuts. That's fair. They have donuts here. Uh, I think the VCU, which is uh, the most exciting. Everybody's been waiting for that, whether you're at EmpireCon or not. But it's been a long project, like a year and a half project. Finally done editing a lot of... I put more effort into this video than everything goes. I had to make a lot of director decisions on how I'll... Cause some of them are just a solid picture, so I had to like figure out do I want to zoom in, zoom out, focus on one area of the picture than another picture, so I had to like make the decision like, I hope everybody likes what I decided. Uh, just to hang out and see people, also seeing Rogue One in theaters again, that'll be yes. fun. Shout out to Baby Miles for his profound responses. He's so adorable. But now we reached day two, Saturday, which was packed. We played a lot of board and card games and hung out at the rental space. And I'll have you know, I did win a round of Sabacc because I had some dignity left over from the previous day's trivia. We, of course, saw the VCU fan films debut and it felt so cool to be laughing at Boss Nass and Palpatine and all the animation together. Then we packed up and headed to the theater where we watched Rogue One, the best Star Wars movie, clearly and were collectively so sad at the ending. There were a lot more people on Saturday than the other days, which was cool. I did not interview everyone. I was busy struggling in Lattice, Hawaii, but I did get some footage, so let's play that.
What are your thoughts on melons? I don't know. I mean, melons are just, I don't know. What, what even is the green one? Like, I don't even, we'll figure that out later. Honeydew? Uh, honeydew? That, that's dumb. It's green. You should go on something green. But uh, I love cantaloupe. Cantaloupe's great. But I think it's not better than watermelon. But I just eat cantaloupe more. They're good. I like them. Okay. What do you think about cantaloupe and honeydew? I like them. It was an acquired I didn't like them when I was younger, but as I got older, I liked them. More or less than watermelons? Uh, less. Watermelon's way better. Melons? <laughs> I think I, li I like melons, but there's not a lot of melons. Well, at least in, like, the United States. We have watermelon, cantaloupe, and honeydew. But I feel like there should be a lot more melons, like, we should be aware of it, but... Do you stand by your statement that, water that cantaloupe and honeydew are very solid melons? Yeah, they're very good. Like, but it's like any other fruit. Like a good of any fruit is always amazing. Like a good apple is always really good. A really good orange is always really good. Like I'm always blown away by a good one. So yes, there's the bad ones. But if you get a good one, it can hold its own against the best watermelon. What are your predictions for the VCU viewing? I think it's going to be great. I think it's been hyped up pretty well. So and I've been hearing about it a lot. So I'm excited to hear. I think there's going to be a lot of laughs, a lot of wows. Um, I'm excited to have everybody see what I've been looking at for the past year that we've been taking submissions for art and stuff. So, I the only worry I have is my like the sound editing. I had to like, make sure the levels are right because last summer, like that was when like voicemails had audio issues. So I had to like edit the audio to like make it actually sound presentable and <laughs> remove static from audio. So hopefully the audio levels are good. But other than that, I think people are gonna like it. How many hours do you think you spent like editing it and everything? Editing and like learning like video like editing techniques and stuff. I probably I don't know, maybe a hundred hours. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's like exaggerating, but it felt like a hundred hours. Well we applaud you and thank right. you for your All right, no problem. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I know it's gonna be good because yeah. Yeah. so much time and effort was put into it. So. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, there is hype. How do you think you'll do in the games? I'm terrible at board games. I hate them. Oh no. <laughs> I don't like them. Well, I'll do my best though. <laughs> Forbidden Desert's a fun game. Probably bad. I mean, I usually lose whenever I play a board game with anyone else, except if it's people younger than me, and I probably win. Like, I, do, I'm not, I don't play Monopoly. I love Monopoly. Every time I play it, I get destroyed completely. Well, hopefully we do well, but I don't know. Everyone's just talking, so I don't even know if we're going to get to any games. So, but I think I'm very competitive, so I think we'll do pretty, I'll do pretty good. Finally, it was the final day, Sunday, the ultimate challenge. I believe four teams of two raced around the Mall of America on a scavenger hunt. And, Retta, we might have spotted the Gryffindor Common Room Pod's brain cell in Nickelodeon Universe. It went by too quickly to catch, though. Sorry. But after 90 minutes of intense walking and searching and doubling back, my mom and I ultimately won the scavenger hunt, and as our prize, we got some cool Minnesota merch from I Love Minnesota. At this point, EmpireCon had officially concluded. My family stuck around to have lunch with Jeremiah and Drew and their families at Cowboy Jack's, where I tried a Juicy Lucy burger for the first time, because I had to, obviously. I will say, it was quite good and only marginally weird to be eating a food with my name. I would just like to give a huge, huge thank you to Jeremiah and Drew for organizing this amazing celebration. 
for creating the podcast and bringing us all together in the first place, and for just being the kindest, most supportive humans. Also, thank you to all the other guests who made it such a fun time. It was an honor to hang out with all of you. So that was the joyful chaos of EmpireCon. Again, I apologize if anyone feels left out. That is truly not my intention, only to share that experience with you and honor the people who made it possible. That is all we have for our main discussion, so let's transition to voicemails. This week, we actually did get two voicemails for the first time in a little while, so let's hear this first message from Jeremiah. Hey Lucy, Jeremiah here. I just wanted to say thank you once again for coming to EmpireCon. It was great to see you and meet you in person, and it was a great time spending time with you and your whole family. You got a great family, um, and hopefully it's not the last time we see each other in person. I'm really hoping that you host a For Light in Life Con one day, sooner than later, hopefully, because uh, I think that would be a lot of fun to go see your neck of the woods. Um, but I do have two questions for you. One, what is your favorite dessert or like a sweet treat that you really love? And also, do you have any uh, phobias that you'd be willing to share? Uh, I think that would be an interesting thing to learn about you. Uh, but anyway, time to go. Bye. Thank you so much, Jeremiah, for the voicemail, for the kind words, EmpireCon, and everything you've done for me over the years. I just feel so grateful that I got to go and finally meet you. It was a wonderful time that I will never forget. I would love to host a For Light and Life con at some point. I'll definitely have to do more thinking about that to say anything for certain. But we'll find a way to meet up again somewhere. Your first question, what is my favorite dessert? Now, I admit, I am more of a savory person. Some sweet things just don't satisfy me. For instance, I don't like classic cake, which I know sounds wild, but it's just not my thing. Like Addie, I love shave ice, especially if it has ice cream on the bottom. There's a dessert called Chinese birthday cake that my awesome grandmother introduced me to, which is similar to angel food cake. I like it with strawberries and with cream. I also like pies, especially fruit pies, though I actually like pumpkin pie more than apple pie. Don't come for me. So those are some of my faves. As for your other question, do I have any phobias? I used to. Because of my allergies, I had allergophobia, which I swear is a real word. <laughs> I was terrified of peanuts, hazelnuts, walnuts, and pecans from spring 2020, basically through spring 2022. I have this really crippling anxiety about all food, even food that could not possibly contain nuts. I check the labels on all packaged food, I kid you not, at least three or four times each time I ate it, because I doubted my own eyes and I doubted anyone else who read the label. I almost refused to eat food without a label I could read. That definitely qualifies as an irrational fear, but not an unfounded one. Thankfully, my desensitization program has really helped soothe my fears, so I would not say this is a phobia of mine any longer. The other big one I used to have was a fear of pools, which also lasted a few years. I thought they were disgusting, I would not touch the pool floor without shuddering, and if I saw things floating in the water, it was game over. 
And I had cetophobia for a while. I was deathly afraid of whales. They are monsters of the deep who come up to capsize boats and drown innocent watergoers, and their eyes are huge. In summary, I had a lot of phobias a few years ago, but thankfully, I don't have any right now. While I recover, here is our second voicemail from Jeremiah. Hi Lucy, Jeremiah here again. I just thought of a question for you. Uh, while you were here in Minnesota, what would you say was the most unique or most different thing about Minnesota compared to where you are from in your neck of the woods? I know that uh, 11 years ago when I lived in LA for four months for a college internship, the first thing that I noticed were the trees in LA were very different than the trees here in Minnesota. I just thought that was a, a crazy thing when I landed in LA. Uh, just curious what you would say was different in Minnesota compared to where you are from. Thanks. Bye. Another great question. I called in some help from my family for this one, and we agree that the land itself is much flatter than here. We've got a lot of hills locally and mountainy areas nearby. Also, the Twin Cities are very spread out. Buildings aren't as clumped together as we're used to seeing. Honestly, I'm not the most observant person when it comes to environments, but those are the major details we noticed. It's a much shorter answer than my previous two, but hopefully still satisfactory. Thank you so much for the voicemails, Jeremiah, and let's transition to our Drabble. If you are unfamiliar with this term, a Drabble is a short story exactly 100 words long, and I read one I wrote every episode. This week, in honor of the Ahsoka show, no spoilers, I wanted to write a little story about Ahsoka, which I have not done in a while. This does have some spoilers for the Mando episodes in Book of Boba Fett, and sort of the finale of Mando Season 2 as well, and if somehow you don't know what happens in Return of the Jedi, which I can't imagine applies to any of you, this also has spoilers for that. So, here is a drabble titled Reflections. Ahsoka let a subtle smile drift across her lips as she watched Luke patiently guiding little Grogu through the course. He was a solemn teacher, like his father had been, but they also shared a warm, proud smile when their students shone. It made sense that this child, sincere, optimistic, undeterred Luke, had been the one to finally get through to Anakin. Light practically radiated off of him in the Force, like he was a conduit for hope itself. That was just how the Force worked. In the net of darkness, no matter how big, light could always shine through. There you have it. Just a fun, light story about Luke and Ahsoka in Anakin, cue sobbing. Really, not much to it. We, of course, reference Anakin being finally turned to the light again, which is one of those things everyone wants to see Ahsoka's reaction to, because it would be so heartbreaking and beautiful. Honestly, the drabble speaks for itself, and I can't think of any more comments. If you have any thoughts about this episode, you want to contact me, or you just have a minute to help the show grow, here are some ways you can do so. You can send me an email through my fan email, which is for lightandlife.podcast at gmail.com. This is great if you have something you want to tell me, but for whatever reason, you can't send in a voicemail. That being said, you can absolutely send me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. There's a link in the description for that. As long as it is family-friendly and you have not specifically asked me not to, then I will play it on the show. 
Please leave a rating and a review wherever you listen. This helps new people come over and find the podcast. Go ahead and follow the show if you like these sort of episodes. Comes out every Sunday. Finally, please share the show with your community so our community can grow. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'm Lucy, and let's look for the light and life in our world together.